vile deceiver, Satan, will do anything he can to stop you from blowing his cover. Still, it is immensely worth it to be in the know spiritually. The dream also showed me that Satan still occupies very high places in the earth. He was in the tallest building, at the very top floor. Whoever occupies the high places overshadows the people with his presence. In this case, Satan's wickedly deceptive presence. For this reason, the gift of discerning of spirits will be challenged from the high places. That is, until we, Christ's church, rise up and occupy them. This is what this gift is all about. You see and discern so you can respond. You see and discern so you can battle. It is a gift with a purpose, to advance Christ's kingdom in the earth. Chapter 1 Seeing Both Sides of the Supernatural My daughter and I were having a serious discussion about Santa Claus. We were approaching Christmas Eve, and she had asked to leave Santa a glass of milk and some baked cookies. Like many young kids, she expected Santa to visit our home in the middle of the night to leave her a surprise gift. Now, my husband and I do not have a problem with those who bring Santa into their Christmas family fun. It just was not something that we made a big fuss about in our home. Still, my daughter had become a wholehearted believer in Santa Claus, having been educated by her preschool teacher and classmates. They told her about the large, white-haired man from the North Pole who flew around the world on a magic sleigh with reindeer. They let her know that Santa would leave every child a gift, including her, as long as she was not on the naughty list. She was sure that she was not on the naughty list. And so I explained about Santa more accurately, which led to further discussion not only about Jesus, but also about the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, angels, witches, and ghosts. It turned out that my daughter was a true believer in all things mystical and supernatural in an age-appropriate way. I had already begun restricting her cartoon-watching, having firmly said, no witches, wizards, or ghosts. The children's shows seemed to carry an abundance of such themes. I clarified that although some of these things, not all, can be real, they are evil. I then pointed out how Santa and the Easter Bunny are fun, but not factual. And then I joked, I'm the Tooth Fairy, and will gladly hide money under your pillow for each tooth. Finally, I re-emphasized the reality of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the angels. I was grateful to be experiencing a genuine miracle with angels in that season. We had seen bursts of small white feathers appearing several times in midair during our worship services, prayer services, and even at home. We understood this phenomenon to be a visible manifestation of angels in our midst. This was positive reinforcement with our daughter, who enjoyed collecting these feathers to show her friends at school. It also kept alive our firm belief in the supernatural. Keep in mind that I have experienced the supernatural my entire life. My experiences clearly changed in scope after I became a Christian during my freshman year of college. But nevertheless, I have always had them. And perhaps you have too. 
The Bible, which is our guide, shows us how normal it is to have supernatural encounters of a wide variety. It even helps us know what experiences to accept and what to reject and why. The Bible shows us that it is normal to see and experience both angels and demons. It is normal to have visions and dreams from God. And it is normal to encounter a wide variety of miracles. Understand that the supernatural is not a limited one-time experience for us as Christians, because our God is supernatural and He has no limits. At the same time, many unbelievers also experience the supernatural, but in a much different context. When non-Christians experience the supernatural, it creates a hunger in them to know more, only they do not know how to discern or sort through it. If their home becomes haunted, for example,